in the two-year history of this podcast, well, it's not two years yet, in the almost two-year history of this podcast, we've never had a guest. And us three white guys decided the one thing that we needed for the show was a fourth white guy. So we went out and we got one. We got the best, we got the best fourth white guy that there is. Sean Gentilly of The Athletic Pittsburgh. I'm a quarter Italian. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How are we doing? What's going on? Nothing, literally nothing. And this show, uh, the hockey discussion is going to be very minimal. Uh, Pat is wearing his Southside Burgers t-shirt today. Darn. Because we're going to get into legends. How, how do I not have one of those shirts? It's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. We're going to get into the Southside Burger King. Uh, we were talking a lot. One of the things we were talking a lot about is old hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, read the piece on the athletic this week about 88, 89. Um, so I'll pose, I'll pose one hockey question to you, Sean Zarly Zalapsky. Uh, how underrated was he? Cause the question's not, was he underrated? The question is how underrated was he? My main Zarly Zalapsky memory is that there was a Zarly Zalapsky height chart in Minnedeo high school which, <laughs> or, or Minnedeo middle school, which is where we had to practice, uh, hoops and like in, uh, in, in uh, when I was in like fifth grade, I really don't remember Zarly Zalapsky. How tall was Zarly Zalapsky? Oh, he was big. He was big. That's probably why they fucking traded him for Ron Francis because he was like he was like six five or, 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 or whatever. Dickens, though, yeah, I I dude, I I read your I read your eighty eight eighty nine piece and it was it was rad. Um, I don't remember. I, I was three. Like I don't. Oh, yeah, rem- I, I don't I, yeah. like. We're like right. Obviously, I'm not that much younger than you, but but it's like. That is the difference between remembering it's like it's it's three years or whatever it is. It, it, it's the difference between being able to remember something like that and and not like the the first really good memory I have is like ninety one, ninety two. Like I, yeah. I do I do I do remember that. But eighty eight, eighty nine, man, I, I just don't I just don't I just don't have it. So so Zalapsky for me was always <laughs> more conceptual than anything else like he was just the guy he was the main guy that you know the the main the main return that netted him that netted him all those other guys so yeah i i wish i i might have a strong opinion on zarly zalapsky now because uh because of you oh like, jesus that's like that's that's <laughs> honestly that's like fucking that's like where we are right now is like is like i'm like should i actually try to develop an opinion on zarly zalapsky like that's how that's how grim shit has gotten here in, in the last in the last few weeks. Like we're doing reevaluations of Zarly Zalapsky. Yeah. Well, I mean, it'd be Sean. It'd be, it'd be, Sean, don't worry, man. Uh, you don't remember that season. I wasn't even alive. I, I dude, so I was going to say I was waiting for it. I knew it was coming. I was like, Pat, Pat definitely was not alive. Yeah. Damn it. Nope. It beats discussing whether or not Jake Gensel will be back. <laughs> yeah guess what he will be i, I don't know if you guys heard yeah so that's how the state the state shut down is till, until april 30th and we're discussing if jake gensel will be back for a hypothetical playoff that shouldn't happen jake gensel will definitely be back for the for the uh the 2020-21 season which starts in 2021 <laughs> after after canceling the entire after canceling the entire postseason and not awarding a stanley cup for for, for, for the season we're in right now this this is a, a community question. What's the worst way to to, to reinstitute 
uh, this this season? What's the worst <laughs> way? I I don't know, but I feel like out. whatever it is, that's what the NHL is. Gonna they're gonna pick it. it. They're for yeah, sure they're gonna pick it. it. <laughs> I like anything that gives Detroit a chance to make the playoffs. <laughs> any, any system you come up <laughs> are, with. Are they gonna do a lottery to make the playoffs? I don't know. There's been scenarios floated where you have like a, a super, super, super play in game, you know, between like the bottom feeders. But imagine if like a Detroit, like Dylan Larkin just gets red hot, just red hot, scores. Trevor Daly returns to form. Yeah. And then all of a sudden Detroit wins the cup. I don't like expanding it at all. Like, I think they should just start with, I mean, like tough shit to, you know, the wild or whoever else, but they should just start with. If they're going to do it, they should just start with the teams that are in playoff position like today. Like expanding it to 24 seems insane to me. And I'm not I'm not sure why I'm not sure why I'm not sure why I don't like that, because I'm usually all for chaos and just weird, like weird shit like that. But there's something about expansion. Like I'm just not I'm I'm just like not down with I, I, I can't even quite verbalize it. Yeah, too many cooks. I, I like like I'm I'm for like get it. I I understand it from like the business and revenue perspective because the NBA and NFL, the NHL is not. So they need every single penny they can get. But like at some point, it becomes so hokey and dumb that it is it even worth it. But I also kind of look at it from the perspective of. They're going to put an asterisk on this mm-hmm. no matter what happens if it comes back. So screw it. Yeah. Go d- do the most insane thing you can think of and just hit the gas and go. Because no matter who wins or what happens, if it ever comes back, it is going to have the largest asterisk on it. Ever. It's also like not a coincidence that a 24 team field would um, include the Canadians and the Blackhawks. <laughs> there. I, I don't I don't I don't think I, I truly I, I it's like they're throwing th- like ah, 24. Yeah, that sounds fine. No, not not 20. We don't need we don't need that. We'll go we'll go we'll go we'll go 24 because I mean that that is but it, it's true Pat like like you said man the teams that make it matter um, and the, and and really this is still sort of the the way a lot of teams operate um, you need to make the playoffs to make money. So if, if you have, if you have another, that's the way it is under a normal circumstance, right? So at that point, if they do play these games, it turns into just giving as many teams playoff games as possible, just so they can recoup like some of the, some of the money that they're losing, you know, as we sit here and talk to each other. Cause it is, it's like, like who cares really? Cause it's, it's, you know, it's, it's professional sports and, the money is always going to come in one way or another, but they, but there's there's a lot of money that's disappearing right now, in in a in a good way to make that back. If you're the NHL, we we'll just be like, yeah, fuck it, fine, we'll we'll have we'll have, we'll have 24 teams in the playoffs. So like, like whatever. But all those teams are recouping money from from gates and parking and concessions yep. that is helping them recoup what they lost. And we want to. <laughs> Who's given up the chance to watch Jonathan Taves flex that goddamn leadership in the playoffs? And one laugh. Come on, baby. That's what I need after. after like, like he's, a, he's, like a good, he's like a good offensive player now, too, which is funny. Like he stopped giving a shit about defense, like started focusing more on on uh, on, on on producing offensively. And he's back. He's back to being useful. He's just useful in a different way now. Can you imagine that leadership in a one game playoff? Oh, my God. It oozed on the ice. <laughs> he would he's like there would there might as well there wouldn't he would be like the only guy on the, on the ice. Like he, he would be, he would be like 
there would be no attention paid to any other fucking player on either roster. If it was Taze in a first in a one game playoff, my God, you got like six I think... networks carrying the game. You're damn well, you know, well, Pierre's getting that one. You know, Pierre's well, getting so, that sort one. of, sort of related. Did you see um, with the NFL expanded playoff format, one of the wild card games is going to be on Nickelodeon? I, I that seemed. I thought that was a joke when I saw it. Honestly. I, Dude, I not. saw it on SB Nation. I saw it on SB Nation's Instagram, and I was like, "Oh, they're really, they're, you know, they're they're having fun with you know, sports being shut down for the time being." And I like clicked through the link. I was like, "Oh, this it, this shit's is it real." Be like a simulcast <laughs> on on Nickelodeon. Yeah, or? for kids, there's a broadcast for kids. So the whole broadcast is supposed to be like geared towards some like super elementary level. Under- <laughs> I mean, that's I don't know. And you just know that's going to end up being a game where like something something awful. Happens. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Not to, if, not have you guys ever watched? Have you guys ever watched like the soup the super cast on like ESPN yeah. Plus and, and all that shit for like for the uh, for the college football title games? Like that's that, that's great. I'm all for like random options. They should have like multiple audio feeds for everything right where you just throw together random random people and, yeah, and have them have, have the them doing play-by-play absolutely let's do it that'd be great i would prefer that to booger mcfarland for monday night football <laughs> I, I feel like, man, <laughs> I, like i'm okay I, I didn't hate booger like i didn't have like super strong feelings on him one way or the other i realized that puts me in the minority i i don't think i realized how 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 much how much he how much he annoyed thing, people yeah. until like until, until like how until like halfway through the year I'm I'm on your side with that, Sean. Like I, in to the to the point where I didn't have any opinion of him. I was yeah, like, he's there. Uh, yeah, that's that, great. right. Like exactly. I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. I don't like there, te- I don't like Tessitore. gets on my nerves. I still would like him to fall out of the Boogermobile. That was that was like what a what a missed opportunity when they when when they ditched that halfway through whenever they. Or, if you if you go to that, you have to commit to it. Yeah, right. They should have said, all right, well. Like we'll get you out of this thing, but you have to actually fall first. That's what's going to get you out of it. Is that is 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 actually wiping out like at the forty yard line, like during a during a TV timeout or something. I just love Booger's scientific commentary on the obvious. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah. fourth, fourth and eight here, they're going to punt. That's, I mean, I, 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 that's, <laughs> like that's the meme, right? Like that's like that's like the Booger McFarland meme, and I honestly like it. Just completely, it like it it it. It escaped me. Like I just wasn't. I just wasn't paying close enough attention. I guess. Is, is, I guess. Is Pierre the booger of the NHL. <laughs> oh my god, he t- he talks too much. I mean, like, but like booger, say, say what you will about him. Like he's one of two guys in the booth, so he doesn't have any, and he's less of an attention hog. So he's like, he doesn't have that compulsion to just barf out <clears throat> as much as he possibly can. Um, like every time, every time he speaks. Story. You recently, with like Craig uh, Customs, rewatched the own the what was the O eight Cup. Oh my like, god, it was really nine? really good. Oh nine, nine, right? And yeah. you, you yeah. had a, a specific comment about something Pierre Maguire said. It was about unreal. Ray yeah, go he, ahead. Yeah. He, I wish I, I I've, I, I've, I, I literally, I, I transcribed it somewhere. But he, he was, it was like the the four pillars of a Pierre Maguire comment because he started out. Just stating the most obvious shit about, like, literally t- t- talking. It was ba- when Babcock took the timeout, like, and with forty-five seconds left or whatever it was, he said, um, "He said, all right, well, what, what, what you got here is he's telling his guys what to do if they win the face-off, and he's also telling them what to do if they lose the face-off." <laughs> I was like, I was stunned, obviously, and then he followed that with. 
they they took this shot up to Ray Shiro in, in the in the in the in the Penguins box or whatever. Says fucking Ray Shiro, Peng, Penguins general manager, right right there on the Chiron. And he goes, Oh, Doc Enzo, that's Ray Shiro, that's the Penguins general manager right there. Uh, is, 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 is that Freddie Shiro over in this building? It was 1979-80 All-Star game. He lost the it goes goes on and on and it's on. True. The, the yeah. Clippers, that's a hundred percent he told a story about how Fred Shiro Lost the All Star game. You lost the All Star game, building, right? In that same like, you're like, yeah, this. Like and that's he, it. That's what gave. That's what gave Ray the extra little oomph that he needed to win this. Knowing that his dad, knowing that his dad lost the 1980 All Star game in the same building. Pierre went as far as to make up a story about how Ray Shiro called his dad that day <laughs> to tell him he was going to win that game in retribution for his dad losing the All Star game. Like, do you basically have taken the 79 All-Star game and equated that to Game 7 of the yeah, Stanley Cup no, Final? Yeah, uh, no. Ray went and laid flowers on on the Fog's grave but before the but before the game just so he could just so he could do right by him. Yeah, it's, it's insane. <laughs> and, 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 Sean, I'm not asking this as, like, a setup because I, I know, but, I, like, by any chance, do you remember what Doc Emmerich's response was oh, to any God. of that? He was. He kind of just let him. He kind of just let him go. He was like, "Oh, wow!" Because <laughs> oh my, cause you can, like, there's something I've always noticed with Doc. Anytime Pierre goes on those long thanks, rants, Pierre. You can, <laughs> yeah, you can tell he's a little bit annoyed. It's either a thanks, Pierre, or it's a all right. We'll look out for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like it's like uh it's like the all right man have a good one like coming from from coming from doc emmerich like oh cool cool dude okay <laughs> oh, sorry, bro. oh man doc emmerich was in his was in his wheel he was great yeah, yeah he was he he was really good it was actually kind of <laughs> i i didn't i didn't i just sort of implied this in the write-up for it but it was like honestly kind of depressing because like i mean doc's doc's an, doc's an old dude now right he's i don't know i don't know how old he is but that's 11 11 years ago basically now i mean he sounds he sounds worse now than than he than he than he did in 2009 so that that was a weird depressing sort of uh sort of uh, uh he is you know, 70, carry 73, on with 73 for the record Wow, Jesus, Jesus Christ, really? Man. I, I was going to say I thought he was in his 70s, but I didn't want to totally I would totally, guess uh, besmirch him. Huh? I thought he was in his late 60s. I, he looks – he still looks good and still sounds good, but I, it, it's more – it's not that he sounds bad now. It's more, it more that he was just at the – it felt like he was at the peak, at the, yeah. at the peak of his powers at, the, at that point. It happens to us all. We grew up with some good ones, though. I mean, not only – not only him, I mean, you had Mike Lang and then Gary yeah. Thorne. Gary Thorne was unbelievable on ESPN back in the day. Mike, <laughs> I, uh, was movie that called games for them too? Yeah, it was, uh, it was, I, I think it was, it was, uh, yeah, it was Thorne. It was Steve Levy, I think. Um, Bill Clement, I know, was, was there for a lot of it. Yeah, I, it was funny. I said, cause Gary Thorne does play by play for the, for the Orioles. Jess, I don't know if you've, if you've heard him on. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Does not. he, does he still, he actually might. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, he, he does, he's he's still on, dude, he's still on Masson or whatever. Dude. Gary Thorne had like the greatest call in sports when the Orioles played that closed game during the Ferguson riots, yeah. and he called it like he called it like the Masters. Yeah, yeah that's like a... he was like he was just like, and he steps up to the plate, <laughs> the one-one pitch, and I was like, and like, dude, like he hits like a massive double, and he's like, and it's back, it's back off the wall, yeah, 
and he has a standing double. Yeah, like, like dude, I like I, it's there's not like a noise ordinance. Like you, you can speak, you can speak <laughs> normally. But like it was just the fact that he he just committed to yeah, it. Yeah, that's like, awesome. He, he was like he, he was like I'm gonna have fun. Like he was like screw that's it. There's, awesome. no fans yeah, I, the, there's no fans in the building. I'm just gonna. I interned at the Baltimore Sun one summer and I remember like walking past him in the press box, get Gary Thorne to get like whatever. There's like there's like a hot dog roller like in the dining room, in the press box. And he he just like he walked around. And he always had a he had like a toothpick in his hand. He was just always walking around like, hey, hey, like, hey, uh, hey, buddy, how, uh, how you doing? Uh, like 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 he was, you know, the fucking mayor or something. It was very it was very weird. <laughs> like, God, hey, hey, Gary Thorne, I'm fine. One time, I uh, it was one of the first times I ever went in the press box uh, for a preseason game against the Blue Jackets years and years ago, and bought they had the you know the pretzel bites right with the cheese, mm-hmm. and Bob Airy had the ladle because you know they give you yeah. a ladle for the cheese, and he spilled the whole ladle on the floor and then rubbed the cheese into the carpet. <laughs> 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 he didn't want anyone to know he spilled that cheese. Oh, dear. Just rubbing that cheese into that carpet. I- I was just like amazed by that. Like I was like twenty. I don't even know how old I was. Like twenty five. I was like. I, I walked into. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to remember exactly exactly how this happened. I walked. I walked into the bathroom. <laughs> I don't even know. Off to a tremendous yeah. start. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know if this was if this was at if there was at if this was at PPG or where it was. It could have been. It could have been. At, uh, this is years ago. So it was when I was sporting news. So it could have been at a lot at a lot of, at a lot of different places. But I walked in, and there were like three stalls. And there were two normal size stalls and one little kid, one little kid stall. No lines. There was there was only one guy standing at the urinal, and it was Doc Emmerich at the little kid pisser. <laughs> <laughs> Why is there a little kid pisser up there anyway? I don't know. It's like it's like I don't know. It's Jesse. Jesse. People like me. <laughs> I mean, I was waiting for someone to, to throw it out there. So I figured, I mean, yeah, this. dude, I'm bum. You know, I lie about being five ten on my driver's license. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too far ahead of anybody. <laughs> uh, you're, well, if, well, if, if five tens, like what an inch or two, uh, exaggeration, you got me by, still got me by a few. All right. <laughs> All right we got It's okay, buddy. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> to talk about the burger king uh, yeah 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 we do we've never gotten into it on this show um so if anyone is familiar with pittsburgh on carson street right at the corner of carson and 18th there's a burger king there it always been there it was normal burger king there was a very brief period of time where i lived on 18th um up at the split just past jekyll and hyde yeah. so i went to that burger king all the time uh I, and- it, it's it, i'm not the not to cut oh. you out it is not a normal Burger King because that drive-through on its best day is a nightmare. Fuck it, it was fucking wild. It was like it was like it was like it it was like I don't even know how to. It was like almost like a driving into a garage. I guess I don't even know how to how to put it. The, building, the Burger King connects to the building next. Mm-hmm. To, so they just hollowed out a section. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> get through there. So here's how the story begins for me though, because to your point, the drive-through always sucked. It was always garbage. So even like you said, on its best day, you knew yeah. you were in for an experience. So, dude, hold on, hold on a sec. Real quick aside here, I want to <laughs> speaking of drive-throughs, you'll enjoy this. For about a two-week period while I was at IUP, I lived less than a block from the Taco Bell. Dangerous. Yeah. 
dangerous in the fact that I spent a lot of money yeah. there, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but for like a two week period, they let their drive through be a walk through. Oh no. It was the most ridiculous pandemonium I have ever seen. And it went so poorly. They shut it down after two oh, that weeks. Even, that, that had to be some weird manager that was like going rogue. Cause like, yeah, that's it's so it's illegal. Like there's so, that, there is so many like insurance and life and like liability. Right issues. Now, I went to the nickel at Edinburgh. I got super mm-hmm. drunk at the nickel at Edinburgh and tried to walk through the Burger King <laughs> drive through there in Edinburgh and they would not serve me. No, they're like, get out of here right now. I made car noises and everything. I was sitting there and the thing, I was like, run, run, I'm in a car. <laughs> <laughs> had all your friends yeah. jump at the same time to get the sensor to go off. Me. I had no so. friends then. I mean, with me at the time, they all got separated. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a long weekend. I went to. That was the only time. It was not the only time. It was the first time I ever went to Erie. I had a lot of friends that went to Mercyhurst. I had a lot of friends that went to Penn State Baron. A lot of friends yeah. that went to Edinburgh. So you could just do the tour up there. Yeah. Right. Like you go up there one time and just do all three. What a mis- no offense to anybody listening to the show from Erie, but. My God, I couldn't. No chance. My cousin, my cousin, my my cousin went to Barron. He was a couple years older than me, and I I, I remember visiting visiting him once and just being like, "Is this what is it? What is this? Is this what is is this what is this what college is going to be like? Like what the fuck? Yeah, it was it was it was brutal." So back to the Burger King. I Mm -hmm. I went to the Piper's Pub in the South Side one day to have some beers, watch some football. Next door, basically. Got, yep, next door. Got a little tuned up, but I'm only going to drive a block, right? Yeah. Don't advocate drunk driving. So I wait. So my friend and I, my friend's going to drive. We get in the car, go through this drive through with this Burger King, and something is wrong. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> more so than usual, because we've been there for like 30 minutes. Right? <laughs> like there's something going on. And all I ordered was like, I think I got nuggets and fries, right? So I pull up to the window. And I didn't notice it at the time, but no one was wearing a Burger King uniform in this facility at all. Oh, I and know. I got a plain brown paper bag. There was no Burger King logo on it. The fries were decidedly not Burger King fries. But I, if I remember correctly, I think that the, the nuggets must have been left over. Yeah. Because I still got like some Burger King tenders, <laughs> but I don't know where the fries had come from. You knew they weren't Burger King fries because they were good. But I remember going home and thinking like <laughs> – yeah. I remember going home and thinking, wow, Burger King changed their fries. I didn't even see a commercial for this. <laughs> Lo and behold, what a week goes by, which is a surprisingly long amount of time for people to not realize <laughs> what's not a functional Burger King anymore. But I don't know if – like from there, uh, I, don't, I don't remember the whole oral history of it. But uh, yeah. I think it got – it was about seven days. And then it got busted. Is that that's it? It lasted that long. I I had, I, 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 I honestly I I had, I had, you could have told me that, that it was two days. You could have told me it was a month. Like I I don't even really I don't remember. I I I, I was going to. I can't remember if I went to Piper's or the Pub and Chip Shop. I was it was a Sunday I think, and we just went because you know for it was brunch. We were all whatever, hungover whatever. Whatever was going on, and I and I and I saw I caught them in the middle of tearing of I I said on Twitter I was like they were tearing down the Saddam Hussein statue in in, in Iraq they were, <laughs> they were like they were taking down the letters from the side and it was because the Burger King at some point probably not long before you were in the drive through Jesse they'd lost their franchise agreement because the the Burger King generally was it was a total fucking disaster there were there were people you know there were 
they're always there like needles up in the up in the up 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 in the up in the tiles another i i know that because the the dude i was talking to at 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 the pub and ship shop was like the site manager for pipers right and he was like he was like oh that fucking place like we always end up with needles coming coming through our uh, coming through our ceiling tiles because of them and like blah 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 so it it was a it was a disaster to begin with i mean they they were they were the carson street of burger kings yeah (laughs) <laughs> just yeah. a, just a, a, a disaster that you always end up at when even though you don't really want to and 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 bad shit happens afterwards yeah but uh my god yeah dude i i still i the, the in the in the pin on the whole thing was like as i'm ha- as i'm having this conversation and as we're watching them just them just shut them just shut it down the dude who 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 went on like a bun run to the to the to the giant eagle down by the Birmingham Bridge. Yeah, you go a little further down, yeah. Yeah, because that's straight. That's what they were doing. Like the the dude, the dude was just going was just going like, yeah, we're out of buns. He was right. He rode a fucking bike down to the down to the giant eagle by the Birmingham Bridge. He's driving back and he and he comes back and he's like, he's like, oh shit. They're like 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 the the jigs up. Everybody everybody figured it out. Where did you live then, Sean? Did you live down there? Uh no, I was. God, when was this? I the, so like was, 2008 2009 yeah, i think right? man it was it was after it was after that well it might not have been it, it had young. to be after that because i because it was when i moved it had it might have been like 2013 or so dude mm, maybe because i no it it had it, ha- it it happened when i was of age yeah. so like i like because i had been in there before when it was still quote unquote burger king right. like people uh, were telling <clears> me like dude no do not go to burger king. Uh, yeah, man. early 2014 that sounds right, honestly, because I, wow. I moved back. I moved back here from I was in Charlotte from 2008 to 2013, I think. So I was back. <clears throat> yeah, I was back like at the end of 2013. So so that sounds. Yeah, that that the timeline the the timeline makes sense. But I, I still, man, I don't. It, it was a weird. <laughs> I. I feel very fortunate to have witnessed that, honestly, because like, like, I, like, I, I live in the East End, and I was, I was, we drove over from Shady Side or whatever it was, and like, I, I'm not like a, I, I'm not a big like Pipers for brunch dude or or whatever. I just, just so happened we were, we, we were over there, but man, that's, that really is, that's a, that was. <laughs> That was a a, a a weird legendary moment in in the last in the last decade of of, of life here for for me at least. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to send I'm gonna have to send all three of you a link to this to Reddit thread mm-hmm. of people talking about the Southside Burger King as <laughs> it was kind of happening before it got shut down. Why did I? Oh, I don't. Well, like Reddit or oh wow, so you could go back and watch this happen live in twenty fourteen. Yeah, this, this was from from February sixth, twenty fourteen. I don't remember why. Yeah, I, it, there was like snow on the ground. I I remember that. Yeah, it was cold. Yeah, I don't I don't remember I don't remember why Mike Adams went on that driving. Oh, that was that was yeah. actually right. I think that was right around the same time, it was. wasn't it? Like there was that was when that was when those guys were fucking wreaking havoc on 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 their on a, on a week on a weekly basis. That's when the South Side took a turn for the worse. I don't remember even why it came up because it came up again recently. Like it was probably towards the end of last year. With but that's always yeah, yeah that's always they just were, an, they were at risk to lose that license again is that what it was yeah the health department i think had a had an issue with them not surprisingly uh, yeah, yeah the health department has an issue with every single place in the, i mean other, I, I, can't, 
I can't believe that they got it back. I can't believe that they got their franchise or whatever. I can't believe that's a that's a Burger King again. That's stu- that's stunning to me. Yeah, I mean, after all that, Southside you know, Burgers, baby. <laughs> Southside Burgers. It's oh my god. I gotta get that shirt, dude. Dude, in my opinion, the two most dangerous the two most dangerous places in Pittsburgh at that period of time for a young drinking adult were North Oakland and mm. and the South Side. I was yes in North Oakland. I had a buddy mm-hmm. that lived across the street from it, and one night I was I had had a few, and I was a poor college kid, and I only had enough money to get a bag of Funyuns. Funyuns. <laughs> so I go to the CVS, I get the Funyuns, I walk out, and there's a man approaching me who's just standing in the middle of of the street, which is generally a bad sign at one o'clock in the morning in Oakland, and he was wearing a hunting suit, you know, like a onesie that you would wear to go hunting, like a zip mm-hmm. up. And yep. he ro- he robbed me of my funyuns. Jesus Christ! You're like God all damn. I got, all I got is funyuns, man. What? All right, so, so the, <laughs> I, I think I think you're bearing the lead here too. Like you have enough money for one bag of chips, and you buy fucking funyuns. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, Sean. To be fair, at the time, I was like in a funyun stage. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was Jesse and his funyuns period. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And then <laughs> you're going through a funyuns phase, you know, <laughs> as you do as a man coming yeah, out. They were $1.99, and he went back to the CVS to try to return them and chase me back to the apartment because oh, he needed to receive. Chase me all way Forbes. You should have just realized the score and got got out, man. Yeah, I did not go back and find a uh, Chef Boyardee can and enjoyed some of that. So, Chef Boyardee, I, I feel like I feel like we're probably. I I have the, the I, I don't know if this is true for you guys. The first like pre quarantine store run for me was insane. Like it was insane. I was I was buying. I I bought a ton of bullshit. And I ate all of it, like in in this in the span of, in the span of a week. So yeah, I feel my, like I got my quarantine supplies that were supposed to last for a month lasted about two days. <laughs> yeah, like you buy, I like I was buying shit that I just like like wouldn't. I'm like, why pop tarts? Like when the fuck was last time I bought a can, a, a box of pop tarts? What, what, like, what is wrong with me? My big problem is the first few days I went to the fridge like every four minutes. Oh yeah, Google this. The most purchased item in a time of crisis is a pop tart. Yeah, you know no joke. Seriously, go look it, it up. Yeah, true, going all well, to like. I'm with, I'm with Sean on that, man. I'm pop tarts. What, what, what is going on? Like, why? They last forever. You never get rid of them. So people, every time there's like something, some kind of disaster happens, people stock up on pop tarts. I got pop tarts. I got I got the to- I got toasty crackers, like the the Lance the Lance like cracker packages, like this the six the six cracker packages. I got those. Uh, which like again, so you went for you went for elementary uh, school. I, I like regressed. Seriously, I was like I was thirty four fucking years old. I'm buy, I'm buying I'm buying treats like I'm like I'm eleven. Like gee, like I, I was like buying like Hostess fruit pies or like like what, what, what else? Of, did you get a box of Gushers too while you were at it? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> if if I would have had the thought, I I probably would have. And guess what? I ate all of it. I had, I had to get new normal food like 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 a week later. So I feel like I, I feel like maybe we got it out of our systems at this point. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah yeah like a, a buddy of mine said that to me he was like yeah like this isolation thing isn't too bad i was like yeah cracking a beer at three o'clock is not going to be feasible in like four <laughs> yeah, weeks, well, we're, gonna, we're gonna have to stop this at some point yeah. <laughs> my wife bought a peloton oh wow huge panic buy 
I had a I had a, a bunch of my friends like bought Pelotons like right before this. So now they're doing like Peloton workouts together and shit. I'm like, I'm I'm I have somewhat have FOMO over it, but also also not about to spend $2,500 on an exercise bike. I bought a switch. That was it. I was like, I said $2,500 for a Peloton or $300 for a Nintendo. Like, so, I know, so did you I get your, did you get your switch before the rush? No, I got it mid. I got it on. <clears throat> I got it. Um, I think I, I. No joke. I think I got one of the last ones that was in like area targets. Oh wow! Uh, I can't believe like, you got it. Not not this. It was it was like seventeen days ago. It was like whatever. Like it was, they're it, hard it, to find anywhere now. I drove to Harmerville. I I went to the Harmerville. Oh God! You went to that Target. That's <laughs> <laughs> the trip. I was in. I was in the Harmerville Target. And while while I was walking in, like this frazzled like Fox Chapel mom came in and just like slapped uh like a uh like a sanitizer wipe like into my hands and she was like, Oh, she, she was like she was like, Be careful, a kid just tested positive at, at, at Fox Chapel and she was like on the phone clearly like clearly like nowhere near Harmerville with her kid or something. I don't know, it's right, yeah, right no. there right there. Fox Chapel's right Fox, Fox Chapel's right Free, there. Freeport Road. Yeah, it's it's literally just down. It that target the, the target is literally just like right down Freeport Road. It's it, it's right off the side. So so she was like panicked. Like her kid had clearly just called from high school and was like was like there's a there's there's a kid who has coronavirus here. And she was just going through Target like freaking the fuck out. But I I honestly I, I think I got I think I got the last the last one like the last one within like reasonable with what. It, within what seemed like a reasonable driving distance for 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 me at that point, like I, like I I wouldn't have gone and gotten one. There was one in Harmerville, and I got it. I'm waiting for Station Pizza to stock back up on frozen trays, and then I'm I'm just gonna get like six. <laughs> Dude, that's the that's the other quarantine food I bought. Like I haven't bought frozen pizza in like five years, and I was like, oh, DiGiorno, I'm gonna get two. Also, also by the way, DiGiorno, as I remembered last week. Not bad. It's pretty good. No, yeah. as far as better, frozen like, pizzas go, like it's better than, it's better than you know. I don't know. I'd rather so have that. I'd rather have that than some real low end uh, delivery yeah. shit. Like DiGiorno's up there. Red Baron is good. I love mm-hmm. a Red Baron pizza. Oh, Red Baron. And any, like Newman, Paul Newman's everything. Paul Newman has is dope. He's a pizza line. It's bougie Paul as hell, dude. Paul Great. Newman. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I don't have that kind of money to drop on Paul Newman pizza. Goddamn! Once a year for me. <laughs> that's 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 what I'm that's what I'm feeling fancy. Got that Christmas bonus. Yeah, get yeah, some yeah. Paul Newman pizza. Yeah. Tax that, return that, hits. Get some Paul Newman, <laughs> baby. Let's go. Yeah, Red Dun Reg Dunlop pizza. <laughs> Dude, Sean, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on and just bullshitting. Oh, yeah, yeah, seriously. I, I we need. We need as much of this as possible. Honestly, this is this has been this has been a lot of fun. Love you guys. Uh, we're gonna need to just continue continue bullshitting with each other because God knows we're not getting like normal socialization like in it anywhere else. Right? This is it. No. This is it. I'm still like Mike. We're on like we're on like week six of six, of, of, yeah. of how so, to do. <laughs> yeah. So so Sean was down in Florida doing the pirates training camp stuff. Yeah, um, which is great. Which is great. By stuff. the way, I had a great time. And <laughs> while he was there. About two days before he came home, I sent him a text that was like, we should go to happy hour whenever you get back from Florida. Well, and then about three days later, this all started happening. So I I, I had one day back. I had one day. 
this is I almost don't even want to say this because it is so insanely irresponsible. I had one day back in Pittsburgh in between Florida and I had a pre-scheduled bachelor party in Savannah, oh. in Savannah, Georgia, which was supposed to be during like their during their uh, <clears throat> during their um, St. Patrick's Day parade and stuff. And we basically all just went anyways like we kept the airbnb everybody and and it was like it was like midway it was like basically in the airport in savannah on friday before everything really blew up this is after this is after nba canceled their shit and whatever else but i was in the airport about to fly to savannah and it was like it just hit me i was like this is what like what 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 am i doing like this is this is this is insane so we had three <laughs> really depressing days, like in bars and stuff. But I, but everybody by that point, like reality had set in. And I came back on Sunday, and that was and that was it. Like that, and, and it all happened so fast that mm-hmm. like, what a day before that there was nothing going on. I know it's was, it's was crazy. So I, I I haven't had like a normal a normal time, you know, in, in my apartment since uh like <laughs> march 2nd or something it's it's uh, seriously i haven't had a normal day in pittsburgh since like since the very start of march so well uh, but now we'll we'll get all that done we'll get all that done at some point pat pat are you are you here now man did did you did you just move here oh yeah i've, I've been back for about uh probably about two years now oh no I've shit okay so that's I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of, i'm thinking I'm, I'm thinking of someone else then I mean, I don't want to say I'm essential because I'm working from home, so that's not really essential oh, that's right. anymore. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Did Jeff? Did, Je- I, did Jeff just move back? Is is that? Yeah. yeah. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff just moved back. Okay. I, I. Well, either way, man. Once all once all this is over, we can we can have we can have beers and just just do this in person. But until then, yeah, this is this is good. Yeah, this was great. Uh, do the old smoking Joes. Wonderful. If if and when there are ever NHL playoffs again, and uh, like we can we can do that. Yeah. Not, well, shit, Jesse. If you're gonna twist my arm, yes. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I don't know, man. I, beer, beer, and hockey and wings. That's oh, that sucks, God, bro. No. I don't know. Oh. Is the hidden gem of the, of the South Side? I agree. I agree. Shout out to Tommy, the bartender. There, he's a he's a he's a good man. All right, so thanks to Sean Gentili of The Athletic for joining us. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Jesse also had to run, so I'm going to drop the beats real quick, and Mike Darnay is going to get us with some correspondences. Okay, uh, let's see what we got here. Uh... Cole Del Vecchio asks, best Penguins game from this season to rewatch. Oh, you definitely got to go to the Vancouver comeback. Yeah, and what? That feels like so long ago, but it really wasn't. Dude, it does. It really wasn't that long ago, though. Like, Sportsnet's been doing, um, like, season in review on their Twitter, and they did the Penguins a couple days ago, and that was obviously part of it, and I was just like, man, that felt like 800 years ago. It really did. Um... Monica asked, what's the longest length of time that you've slept uninterrupted since this all began? I feel like that is a question for you to answer. I had a 14-hour night of sleep last week, I want to say it was. Um, but in in general, I have been focusing on sleeping during all of this. Yeah, I've been trying to get some extra sleep, but you you know as well as I do, because we both we we're now co-workers as, long, as well as co-hosts, that... Our schedule is a little weird for sleep. Yeah, and not only that, but I have spent two and a half years grinding full time, 
at multiple jobs, not sleeping a whole lot, so I am taking advantage of the ability to rest up a little. Yeah, it's a good call on your part. Um, Let's see. Lee Thompson asks, did any of you end up watching the Australian Rules football a couple weeks ago? It is not the same thing as rugby, by the way. I did not. Total honesty, I haven't. <laughs> um, also says, would love it if you guys could watch some full games while recording the audio for us to listen to while syncing it with NHL TV. I guess asking if it would be possible for us to all watch the same game at the same time. I don't know if that's feasible. We can, we can kick it around, though. That's got to be a post-isolation thing. Like, we yeah. all got to be in the same room yeah. for that. Uh, Meta asks, what is the worst show you've watched since Taki went missing? I haven't really watched a ton of TV, like, honestly. I, like I was saying to you, Jesse, and Sean, um, before we hit record, I still have not watched Tiger King. I've watched that. I've burned through almost all of Shit's Creek so far. I finished a rewatch of Sons of Anarchy that I had started before we went into isolation, but that's about it so far. I'm in the market. St- I'm in the market for something else to watch, though. So hit me with suggestions. I, I, my pre-going to bed show is one of my comfort foods. I started rewatching Scrubs. Yeah, it's good. Um, <laughs> Brad asks, kind of surprising that the currency of the apocalypse seems to be toilet paper and bread or yeast. Yeast is interesting because a lot of people seem to be baking while this is all going on. Yeah, you gotta have some. You gotta have something to do. A lot like, of people. In, a lot in, of people seem to be making sourdough bread. I've seen that too. Um, he asked, "What did you think the apocalypse currency was going to be?" I never really expected us to be in this situation. So, yeah, to be completely honest with you, like I was like, I didn't expect uh, an isolation to happen out of this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Zach T asks if we are all right, and thanks for doing the show. Also asks, what kind of goal gets you more amped? A snipe from the wing like Phil Kessel, or a dangle in front of the net going bar down? Ooh. First off, thanks for listening, and thanks for checking in. We appreciate it. I gotta go snipe. Like, it, like just watching Phil fly down the wing and just fire one past a goalie, like, nothing beat that, man. Um, Evan Scott Uber says logging back on to say that you should have me on your podcast. At some point that does need to happen. Yeah. Um, and we got one more good take. Tony asks, how have you been passing the time without hockey? And also says he's seen the idea of playing the playoffs in three to four cities only. How would, or not, not how would you support that? Would you support that? I mean, I'm passing the time with a lot of Xbox. I've played way more hockey ultimate team in NHL 20 than I care to admit. And I, I, I see, I don't know. Cause like the magic of the playoffs is like home ice advantage and like a team and its fan base, like getting rowdy and getting loud in front of another team and making it a whole lot of fun. So like you throw it into a neutral city and it really just feels like another game yeah and my other thought is if they're doing it for safety reasons you can't limit people from traveling to the game so you're gonna have people traveling from all over to go to these four cities instead of people staying in their own cities yeah i didn't even think about it from that perspective like that would be a real problem people going from yeah you get people from here and here coming here instead of just staying here 
So and I and, and I mean like just in a general sense, like I said, like the magic of the playoffs is like that home ice advantage. Yeah. Like yeah. for for as much as we love to shit on Nassau Coliseum and the Islanders, like that atmosphere last year was oh yeah just next level. Like if they'd have had that in Brooklyn, it would have not have been the same. No, thing. not at all. So that's all I got. Well, hey, thanks for listening, guys, and uh, we hope you're staying safe, staying healthy, practicing good social distancing. And uh, the one thing I'll say before we go is uh, I read Cam Hayward's Players' Tribune letter to Pittsburgh this morning, and what he said in it really stuck with me. Uh, If you have people in your life that could be at risk for this or just – are isolating and don't have a ton of company around them, please do everything you can to check in with them and make sure they're doing okay. Uh, If they're at risk but not alone and you don't want them to go out and you feel like you're somebody who is well enough and healthy, run errands for them, do everything to help them because in a time like this, all we can really do is look out for one another and try to do our best to flatten the curve and make sure we get through this healthy. Agreed. And hopefully, hey, we'll talk to you guys here soon. You know, we want to do, we have a couple ideas uh, we're kicking around as a group and as a podcast. So we'll try not to take as long as a, as long of a break as we did this time, but we definitely have some ideas and we're not going away. We'll see you guys later. See ya.